Restart by Gordon Corman, Chapter 29, Chase Ambrose. There are worse things than falling off a roof. Being arrested, for example. Being known all over town as the guy who was low enough to rob an old war hero of the medal given to him by the President of the United States. The part that really hurts is what Mr. Solway must think of me now. I stole from the person I respect more than anybody I've ever met. Talk about fate. I was already guilty of the theft before I even started admiring the guy, and I'm absolutely sure he'll never speak to me again. Why should he? I wish I could never speak to me again. While we wait for my hearing in juvenile court, mom keeps me out of school. I like it better that way. I don't have to face everybody and find out how much they despise me. Yeah, sure, they always despised me. But now they've got double reason to. Brendan and Shoshana have even called my house, but mom won't let me talk to anyone. That's on the advice of our lawyer. But it's just fine with me. I can only imagine what Shoshana has to say to me, and I don't want to hear it. Anyway, it can't be worse than the things I'm saying to myself. Aaron and Bear tried to call too, probably to thank me for covering for them. Hey, I stole the medal, but those guys have to be considered at least accomplices because of our three-way split agreement. To be honest, I'm not even that mad at them anymore. I was just as bad as they are, the ringleader of the whole sick trio. They haven't changed at all. I'm the one who's different. At least I hope I'm different. Besides, I won't have to deal with them anymore after the hearing. I'll probably wind up in juvie. Even when I get out, chances are their parents won't let them associate with me. I'm a delinquent, a bad influence on them. For all I know, that might actually be the truth. Maybe Aaron and Bear were a couple of angels before they met me. Juvie. There's a really high probability I'm going to end up there. The judge is the same one who sentenced Aaron, Bear, and me to community service, so I can't even say this is my first offense. As for pleading not guilty, it's too late for that. Everybody knows I did it. My mom forgives me, but that doesn't mean much. If you can't expect mercy from your own mother, you might as well throw in the towel. Johnny's come back from college to stand with me at the hearing, which means I'm messing up his life too. The only other people I ever see are dad and his family. Go figure, my stepmother, Corinne, turns out to be my biggest fan at a time when I'm toe-jammed to the rest of the world. Not that mom isn't supportive, but she's so scared of what's going to happen to me that her nervousness is making everybody nuts. Corinne's different. First, I'm not her kid. And second, she's not the one who might be going to juvie. So she can be a little less emotional about all this. I have to believe that the judge will be able to see the kind of person you are. I guess I was pretty rotten to you and Helen, I say. You know, before. I don't remember it, but I'm still sorry. Oh, never mind that, she replies. Let's focus on how things are now. Helen is only four, so she understands nothing about my problems. Actually, the only time I really feel... Relaxed these days is when I'm sitting on the floor with her, playing Barbies, something the old Chase wouldn't have been caught dead doing. I'm pushing Malibu Barbie's beach cruiser, giving Ken a ride to the luau, 
when I noticed Dad filming me on his phone. I thought playing with a four-year-old interferes with your focus on important things, like football, I tell him. Are you kidding, champ? He exclaims. You can show this at your trial. It's a hearing. Whatever. It'll prove to the judge what a great big brother you are, and that will get you back on the football field. I sigh. I guess you think I'm a pretty big moron for returning that medal. He actually seems to mull it over. Well, I'd be lying if I didn't say it would have been a lot smarter just to slip it under Soloway's door. Yeah, tell me about it. But you did the right thing, he adds. That medal's worthless to you. You didn't earn it. Not like your state championship, let's say. It only has value to Mr. Saltway. I don't know how valuable it is to him either. He can't remember any of what he did to win it. He blanked it out the way I blanked out my whole past. Dad shrugs. Even if you can't remember it, it still happened. I loved the kids you used to be. I start to protest and he holds up a hand. Let me finish. Just because I miss the old chase doesn't mean I don't appreciate who you are now. I'm not blind. I see the bond you have with Helen. You think that would have been possible before your accident? I thought you considered that kind of stuff weakness, he reddens. I just didn't know the new you yet. It takes strength to eat the blame and not rat out Aaron and Bear, especially when they more than deserve it. Or to try to make things right with Solway, or even the Weber kid, whether they appreciate it or not. You're strong, all right, and stupid, but everybody has stupid moments. The trick is not to let a few bad moments cost you the game. There's something in his expression that I've never noticed before. It was probably there a lot before the accident, but this is the first time that I actually see it. Pride, which is going to be worth exactly zero in front of a judge. As I step through the metal detector at the courthouse, I freeze. I've been here before, and the memory comes flooding back. Move it along, son, the security guard urges me. Plenty of people in line behind you. Right, sorry. I stumble forward to make room for Mom, Johnny, Dad, and Mr. Landu, our lawyer. I must look a little shaky because my brother whispers, hang in there, kid. I nod, wrapped up in my latest flashback, arriving in this very building with Aaron, Bear, and our families. What I remember the most is my anger, my outrage that the three of us were being hauled into court for booby-trapping Joel's piano. I was mad at everybody, Joel, the Webbers, the school, the police. They didn't, didn't they know who I was? Chase Ambrose, MVP of the state championship game. We ruled that school. Whatever we did was okay, just because it was us who did it. Yeah, I was mad. I can practically feel the heat and my rage radiating through the memory. What a difference a few months make. Back then, I had such a high opinion of the great Chase Ambrose that I considered myself untouchable. Now it's the opposite. I hate myself so much that there's no way any judge could hate me more. That's why Mr. Landu has been so frustrated with me. How can you create a defense for someone who won't defend himself? It's not that I want to get sent to juvie. I don't. But I'm 100% guilty. I took the medal. I hid the medal. And I've been my old self. And if I'd been my old self, I would have sold the medal and pocketed the money. There it is, my whole case. 
That's probably why Mr. Lando's betting everything on character witnesses, because I refuse to say anything on my own behalf. I hear my mom drawing a tremulous breath as we enter the courtroom. My dad puts an arm around my shoulders. Believe it or not, I don't even shrug it off. Right now, I need all the support I can get. When I take my first look around, I almost lose it. Everybody's here. Brendan and Kemi are sitting with the video club, along with a lot of kids from school. I see Coach Davenport and a group of football players, Joey and Landon and some others. Miss DeLeo is there too, along with several of my teachers. In the front row, I'm shocked to find Shoshana, Joel, and their parents. Shoshana catches me looking at her and quickly turns her head. I'm blown away. I already know I'm not the most popular guy at Hawassi, but the fact that so many people despise me so much that they take time out of their day to come and watch me get sentenced to juvie is the most painful thing I've ever had to face. All that's missing is the stocks so the angry mob can throw rotten vegetables at me. Judge Garfinkel comes in and spends a few minutes reviewing the case file while I sit there and stew. Oh, I remember now. He turns his sharp gaze on me. Young man, I told you that if I ever saw you in my courtroom again, things would go very hard with you. What do you have to say for yourself? Mr. Landers starts to get up, and while he's buttoning his jacket, I reply, Nothing, Your Honor. I don't remember why I stole Mr. Solway's medal. I wouldn't do it today, but I definitely did it then. The judge nods gravely. I appreciate your honesty. You're making my job easier, if not any more pleasant. I have some character witnesses who would like to be heard, Mr. Landu announces, if it pleases the court. Judge Garfinkel sighs. Proceed. Mom goes first, dripping enough tears to wrap the wood of the witness stand. Her main message is what a difficult child I used to be and how much I've changed since my accident. She spends a lot of time talking about how seriously injured I was and how long I was unconscious. This comes from Mr. Lando's careful coaching, but Judge Garfinkel looks about as easy to persuade as one of those giant stone heads on Easter Island. Dad is next, and I'm amazed at some of the things he says. I thought all he cared about was that I'm a chip off the old block. But he only mentions football once. What kid doesn't act like he's got it all figured out when he's Chase's age? Even so, getting to know my son the way he is now, I almost wish someone had pushed me off a roof when I was 13. I'm stunned. The very best part of my father's 48 years was the time he spent in middle and high school. He considers himself to be the ultimate athlete, hot shot, and big man on campus. He has never, not once, allowed for even the remotest possibility that his youth was anything less than perfect until today when he thought it might help me. Dr. Cooperman comes up to confirm that my head trauma was as serious as they say it was enough to bring on amnesia and enough to cause a personality change. Judge Garfinkel frowns and the personality change is permanent. Uh, It's impossible to tell the doctor admits In many ways, we know more about outer space than we do about the innermost workings of the human brain. But there's every reason to believe that Chase is a new person. As Dr. Cooperman steps down, the bailiff reads the name of the 
of the next character witness, Shoshana Weber. What? I'm frozen in my chair. That has to be a mistake. But no, Shoshana has gotten up and is heading to the stand. I tug on Mr. Lando's sleeve. No, I hiss. This character witness thinks I'm a subhuman garbage. She's still avoiding eye contact with me, but there's an intense expression on her face. She's a girl on a mission, and I know exactly what that mission is, to bury me. She doesn't say anything, just sits there, steam building inside her like a boiler about to explode. Um, not good. Well, this is so not good. Miss Weber prompts the judge. I know Chase is guilty, she begins. He's guilty of a lot of things, but he's done a lot of good things too. He's trying, even if he isn't always succeeding. Judge Garfinkel clears his throat. <clears throat> Young lady, the purpose of a character witness is to vouch for character, not to point out faults. I was getting to that part, she tells him. The big question is, what kind of person is Chase going to be now? He gave the medal back. That's a plus. But there are minuses too, like at school when he lied to cover up for his old friends. I'm not saying that to make him look bad. I'm trying to give you a totally fair picture of Chase today. Thanks to falling off that roof, he's been given a chance to restart his whole life. Maybe it hasn't been perfect. She struggles for the right words. I'm silently pulling for her not to find them. I'm grateful that she doesn't seem to hate me as much as before, but this isn't helping. And the judge prods. I was harder on Chase than anybody else, she explains, and some of that was justified and some of it wasn't. I guess what I mean is, if I have faith that he's going to turn out okay, you can take it to the bank. And I'm amazed to say this, but I just know he'll be a good person. Huh? It wasn't the kind of testimonial Mr. Lando was hoping for, but it was absolutely honest. For sure, I wasn't expecting to hear the words good person coming from Shoshana, not when she was talking about me. Don't get me wrong. If the Webbers forgive me, that would be humongous weight lifted off my shoulders. Mostly, though, I'm just confused. This isn't going at all the way I expected. That's admirable of you to say, Miss Weber, Judge Garfinkel comments from the bench. But that isn't what this hearing is about. Chase is charged with the theft of a medal of honor belonging to Mr. Solway, which nobody denies happened, not even Chase himself. No, but don't you see, she pleads, if I can misjudge him, anybody can, even a judge. Thank you for your testimony, he tells Shoshana. Let's move along. Would anybody else here like to say anything on behalf of this young man? The chorus of squeaking chairs backed in shuffling feet is louder than it should be. That's when I realize that every single person in the gallery has gotten up. They cross the courtroom in the direction of the witness stand. Kids, teachers, and parents alike. The only occupied seats belong to my family and Mr. Landau. <clears throat> Everybody else is in line in front of the bewildered bailiff. Video club kids I know I pushed around in the past. Teachers whose classes I used to disrupt. Football players who thought I deserted them. Even Joel and his parents. I stare at them. 
practically everyone I know waiting their turn to support the bully who deserves no support at all. They nod encouragingly at me, wave, flash me thumbs up. The picture doesn't last long. My eyes fill with tears and it's all a blur. I was afraid I might cry at some point during the hearing, but not because of this. This is something I couldn't have imagined in a million centuries. I bite down the side of my mouth hard and my vision clears a little. From the bench, Judge Garfinkel gazes at the milling crowd. All right, I get it, he turns to me. This is impressive, and I don't deny that you must have completed an incredible turnaround. But a serious crime has been committed here, and not a first offense either. Chase, can you guarantee that you're no longer the same person who stole Mr. Solway's medal? I sense salvation so close I can almost reach out and squeeze it. All I have to do is say yes, and I'm off the hook. It's a happier ending than I could have dreamed of, far happier than I have any right to expect. And yet...